I know, I know, I know. I've said it before, but I gotta say it again. I love baseball. When I was a kid, I was over the moon when my dad brought home our first VCR machine. I could record stuff off the TV now. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second big year from the Weather Network in Canada. <laughs> I remember being all set up and ready to hit play record on one of the biggest nights in the century-old history of the game of baseball itself. It almost happened on this day in weather history. Okay, so the Cubs were a little late to the party. For 74 seasons, they played only day games at home. Now, when cable television came into being, I loved running home from school to catch Harry Carey on WGN bouncing between his radio and television duties. But finally, on August 8th of 1988, the Cubs played the Philadelphia Phillies in the park's first ever night game. Wrigley Field in Chicago, home of the Cubs, finally adopting lights at their stadium, and they were going on for the first time to usher in a new era in Cubs baseball, the night game, almost. Little perspective, I swear I'll keep it brief, and then we'll move on. The first big league night game to take place ever for major league teams, Cincinnati, Ohio, May 24th of 1935. That's why I said earlier that the Cubs were a little late to the game. And this game attracted 25,000 fans at the time. It was obviously easier to get to games after work, so as soon as the technology allowed it, it was instituted so ball clubs could draw bigger numbers and make better money. That's business. This historic night saw a crowd stand alongside then-presiding president Franklin D. Roosevelt as he symbolically switched on the lights from Washington, D.C. The business angle of this innovation paid off big time. You see, the 1935 Cincinnati Reds were terrible. They were a lousy team. They finished the season with a dreadful 68-85 and 85 record, but paid attendance rocketed 117%. Jackpot! Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Now, fast forward to 8888. And on this historic occasion, it was 91-year-old Cubs fan Harry Grossman who was chosen to turn on the lights. After counting to three, he flipped the switch and announced, let there be light. <laughs> How Old Testament of him, really? Oh yeah, about the date. It was intentionally planned, 8888, to lend a more memorable numerical symmetry. Anyway, along with the millions of others watching on television that night, I was ecstatic when the Cubbies finally hit the field under the lights. It was so cool. Everything was great for a few innings. I mean, not for the Cubs, though. You see, the first batter of the game, Phillies, Phil Bradley, hits a home run to get the party started. By the bottom of the first, however, future Hall of Famer Ryan Sandberg put the Cubs on top with his own home run. It was a two-run shot, and now they're in the lead. It was all great. Until it wasn't. The skies opened up and the rain poured down in the fourth inning. 
and there was a long rain delay. This was awful. I was sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, please tell me that this first ever occasion is not at risk of being postponed. I'm recording this. Here's the thing about baseball, if you do not already know, the game essentially has to go at least five innings to be considered an official game. This game did not because it was called off in the fourth. So on paper, in Major League Baseball, the game itself never officially happened. But for the rest of us who watched as the lights were turned on for the very first time, this was our moment. And I have it on VHS somewhere. I'm sure if I looked hard enough. Anyway, but I also recorded what became the first official night game in Cubs history. That happened the next night against the visiting New York Mets. Good news, the Cubs still won. It was 6-4 to four for those who wanted to know and maybe keeping score at home. Tomorrow is August 9th, and here we look at the first of many stories we will cover on this podcast where the weather either dictated, changed the course of, or otherwise affected war. Tomorrow's story was World War II. The U.S. Army Strategic Air Forces were given the order to deliver the first quote-unquote special bomb as soon after August 3rd as the weather would permit. They needed visual targeting. Be with us tomorrow when we look at the darkest day in wartime history and a day that literally changed the world forever. But like the lights going on at Wrigley Field in Chicago, history is made when the weather says so. This day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.